You're listening to Podcast Historious Excerpts. And speaking of that, again, the Independence Day, going back, the Independence Day happened and there's still like sets of battles and, and wars happening even after we, ha- we are declared independent somehow with Aguinaldo in it. Um, let's talk about, which is like a very controversial um, talk. And we're just not talking about this just to be anti-terror like Jose Rizal. No, we're, that's, that's not, we're not malicious here. We're too fat for that. <laughs> but the irony of EDSA revolution. So EDSA revolution, we were talking about this during our brainstorming sessions informally. When it happened in EDSA, it's just so weird because we, we know the story that Cory Aquino and her, their family hid in Cebu City, right? So I don't know because I, I've never asked my parents about that, like what happened in 1986. Well, how was Cebu? Did, did it even like uh, have a... Yes. I mean, media is already there. There's news. There's videos. Although the, the media was controlled by the Marcus regime. But if you think about it, when that happened in EDSA in Manila, what was happening at the rest of the Philippines? Um, in history, hard evidence, facts, go. Uh, so again, uh, if you were to compare it, uh, just, you know, just going back to uh, how it also was during the time of the Philippine Revolution, baka. although there was a revolution happening, happening, and while people don't you know, generally care because they want to go about their business, the general idea baka, there was al- of, of, the rev- of independence was already in the minds of the general populace. And that was also the same uh, when the Edsa Revolution happened. I mean, it happened um, again in the capital, which is in Manila. And uh, so sila ang kwanila. But... Diba ang EDSA revolution was a series of um, non-violent... Days of, yeah. Yeah, it was non-violent. mga three days man yata, right? From Feb 20... Yeah. Yeah, it was th- it's like a three-day event. So it's not necessarily just EDSA area. It was basically a culmination of a lot of things. Again, like the death of Ninoy, which was basically one of the major catalysts. And mm-hmm. of course, the years, decades of ongoing... Violence. Abuse. And... Uh, violence from the Kuan. That was true in Manila. That was also true for the rest of the Philippines as well. So you can only imagine that when the Edsa revolution struck, the sentiments, the anti-Marco sentiments or the revolutionary sentiments were already in the minds of of every Filipino, no matter where you were, because you had experienced the same kind of um, abuse um, as the Manila News did. So there, there was already a building of abuse and then the news of uh, Ninoy hit Pagyud uh, and he was a very enigmatic man it's like looking at you remember looking at uh, videos of Miriam Defensor Santiago and just yeah, yeah. saying to yourself that's how a senator should act so it, it was the same I think it was the same thing when they were uh, looking at Ninoy and the way he talked uh, the way he talked the way he conducted himself and the way he became this um, the face of the opposition uh, uh, at that time so when he was shot dead everybody was really gutted uh, good. And then when the revolution happened in Edsa, there were there was actually still there was also a string of of revolution uh what do you call this uh protests here demonstrations yeah demonstrations protests here uh in Cebu it didn't necessarily happen on the same day as the Edsa revolution where yeah we just took the cube and hey we can do it too and we did it and uh, Corey was there it was was um you yeah. mentioned in our past 
episodes that your mom was also a part of the demonstrations back in the day. Yes, my mom and dad. So what yeah. do you what have you heard? And we're not going to ask Tita right now because he ha- she has <laughs> other more significant things to do in her life rather than you asking think- her. <laughs> But what happened? Like what have you learned from your mom during those times in Cebu? Because again, we only know what's happening in Manila, but what was happening in Cebu? She was young then and uh, from her from what I gathered from her stories I, uh, I think she really really felt there's there's this oneness you feel but um, uh, when when they heard started hearing about the Edsa revolution it also sparked that um, that passion in them uh, in that sense it's weird to think of my mom as passionate but that was you know I think that was the case and I think the most my most vivid recollection was that there were also tanks here oh wow really uh deployed yeah there were also tanks here deployed and uh um, but they they Manila they were really kind of on the streets because if the tanks here went to the street naguba na na mga island sa Jones yeah true 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 it would be devastating kay mga and but there were tanks now and there were helicopters and I remember my mother so ready oh ready gets sila And I remember my mother telling me, and of course they had to be ready because they knew Corey was here. Oh wow! So Murag, uh, they had to be ready, and uh, um, they knew Corey was here, which means uh, in their heads, Murag, Corey by herself can start that revolution in in Cebu, that the protests in Cebu, and they don't want to have to fight two two kwangani two uh, revolutions at the same time, one in Manila and one in Cebu. Yeah, major city centers, that's. You know, bad um, logistically speaking, ba. So uh, they were they were, they were preparing here, and I think my most vivid recollection of when my mother and father were um, joining the protest here was, kanang, they also felt what it's like kind of to be water bombed. How kanang, big was the rally in oh, Cebu, uh, I, I or ask, was it like kanang typical nato good? You know, we do rallies. I I don't know. The 90s, I remember they would go to Fuente Osmania. Oh uh, yeah, inana. There were a lot of people in Fuente uh, at the time. Um, Hundreds to thousands, uh, thousands, most likely, but not as massive as the crowds in Edsa because that was that was really. Um, if we looked at footage, kay grabi gito ang ang kwan ang population ng 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 attendance. Mas grabi pa sa sinulog celebration or grabi um, yung sinulog. Morang inala na ang kwan. If sinulog was like wow, daghan kayo. More or less. Inana. Um, inana gitchan. So grabi, grabi. Yeah. Ma overwhelm the magkarita sa crowds sa sinulog, di ba? So really, can you imagine if you're there in Edsa? Overwhelmed because the crowd is inulong. Eh. I mean, I'm like, nope, not for me, not for it me. It was fun for me to a point nga morag nai magstampid where people were like dancing with the music and then at some point you just wave with the crowd. But then, kwan si katong last few years of the part street party uh, thing. Katong early days, dili pa kayo pero katong mga circa 2018, 2017, grabi kito tao. That was like scary. I was at home, but I was just reading about and seeing all the stuff. Well, I got sick. But yeah, like your old, old geriatric millennial, so duh. But yeah, going back, you know, the same kind of okay. uh, people. But in Cebu, it was Dagan um, Gapogtao, and it was again led by members of the Catholic Church as the same as, so, uh, as Edsa. And, just uh, like the 1898 revolution. Which is which marked the Philippine Independence Day. It was it, it, well hearing right now with our conversation at the moment. It seems like it's more or less the same with all the series of violence and electoral fraud yeah. and um, well, walat namte slave slave karon pero you know you do get what I mean. But the abuses were 
they just transcend through time. Grabe. Hinoon ang nakalahi sa una o karon kay people were, it was led mostly by by nuns, right? Sa Edsa. And that's why, like, the, we talked about this, the why the Mother Mary has become, like, the symbol uh, yeah, of yeah. the whole thing. And um, so that's 1986, uh, 1986, 1986 yeah. Edsa Revolution, which is still asking for independence. Because at that moment, technically, this is textbook again. Yes. It was, we were under martial law. Right? Um, no, lifted the martial law. I lifted the uh, martial law. Ato. But we were under a Marcos regime. Ah, Marcos so, regime. Yeah. And all triggered by Jose Rizal. Yes. Listen to the full Independence Day special on Podcast Historius. 